0: Chapter 25, Part A of Organic Evolution. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Carroll. Organic Evolution by Richard Swan Low. Chapter 25, Part A Fossils Their Nature and Interpretation the term fossil is thus defined in the Encyclopaedia britannica since the time of lamarck reserved to include only the remains or traces of plants and animals preserved in any natural formation whether hard rock or superficial deposit not only petrified structures of organisms but whatever was directly connected with or produced by these organisms in general the idea of antiquity is associated with our conception of a fossil as for instance in that of barnard whose definition reads the remains of animals and plants which have existed on the earth in epochs anterior to the present and which are buried in the earth by Geikie, however the idea of antiquity is not necessarily included for his notion of the term embraces The bones of a sheep buried under gravel and silt by a modern flood as well as the obscure crystalline trace of a coral in ancient masses of limestone the idea of burial however by some natural agency either by water or wind-borne sediments or by being engulfed in bog or quicksand is always implied nature of fossils To many, the term fossil implies a petrification, literally a turning to stone. And while in many instances the gradual addition to or replacement of the organic material by some mineral substance has occurred, that is not always the case. So the student has come to recognize several sorts of relics and to group them under the following heads. Actual Preservation Intact in nature's cold storage warehouse notably in the arctic tundras of siberia frozen either in the paleochristic ice or in the soil itself are found animal remains with more or less of the original substance intact how many such remains have been found is doubtless unrecorded as they were in more than one instance swept away by the waters as the ice broke up or were devoured by dogs and wolves possibly by the natives themselves though the latter regard such apparitions with superstitious terror of the two most remarkable of these specimens the first was found frozen in clear ice in the Lena delta in seventeen ninety nine and secured in eighteen o six and the skeleton now mounted in the museum of the petrograd academy has remains of the hide still adhering to the skull and feet a century later in nineteen o one the second specimen was found at bereskova siberia eight hundred miles west of bering strait and sixty miles north of the arctic circle this creature evidently slipped into a natural pitfall of some sort possibly an ice crevasse covered with soil and vegetation a fractured hip and fore-limb a great mass of clotted blood in the chest and unswallowed grass between the clenched teeth all point to the violence and suddenness of its passing almost all of the animal was preserved though the hair of the back had disappeared and the trunk had been eaten off by dogs before the specimen was discovered the mounted skin in the posture in which it was found with the skeleton in walking attitude beside it, together with various soft parts preserved in spirits, are also to be seen in the Petrograd Museum. Remains of mammoths have likewise been found in Alaska, but thus far no even approximately complete specimens have been secured. The woolly rhinoceros has also been found frozen in the ice, but the greater part of the carcass was swept away by the water, and irrevocably lost skulls however have been often found some still more or less covered by the skin another though rare means of preserval of the approximately complete animal was shown by the discovery in nineteen o seven of the remains of a prehistoric rhinoceros unearthed at bohoratzina in eastern galicia austrian poland here are extensive oil and wax mines near which the creature was found at the depth of about six feet below the surface the head nasal horn one of the fore and a large portion of the skin had been preserved in the oil impregnated soil we are told that a nearly complete mammoth had been found previously in the same place a third means of preservation of the entire animal is in amber a fossil resin from pines especially picea succinifera these resins which when first exuded are sufficiently soft to engulf a fragile insect later through the evaporation of the more volatile portions become hardened and finally change to amber without the slightest injury to the most delicate details of insect anatomy about two thousand species chiefly of insects but also of crustaceans and spiders are thus preserved in these oligocene ambers as well as over one hundred species of dicotyledonous plants the so-called baltic amber deposits are found about Königsberg, along the baltic coast of samland germany petrification as a rule however when more or less of the original material is preserved it has undergone a certain mineralization to which the term petrification is applied naturally the degree of mineralization varies but it is usually greater the older the fossil in time the parts thus preserved are almost invariably woody tissue or the hard parts of the animal's anatomy bones teeth or shell petrification implies interstitial addition or an extremely gradual replacement molecule for molecule as the original substance is lost through disintegration the resultant fossil retains therefore not only the external form but the histologic characters of the original structure as well next to the rare preservals by cold or amber the petrification is the most valuable in recompense for careful study the elaborate exposition of the structure of the fossil cycads by wieland is based upon this type of preservation for while in almost every instance in a very large series of specimens the trunk only is preserved it has been possible by drilling out a cylindrical portion where the buds occur and by cutting it into thin microsections in several planes to reconstruct with entire accuracy the foliage and flowers of the plant while the term histometabasis is usually applied to plant tissues the more perishable soft parts of the vertebrates are however occasionally preserved in one striking instance described by bashford dean the muscle fiber and kidney structure are in a state of admirable conservation in an ancient devonian shark from the cleveland shell of ohio microsections of the muscle tissue magnified one thousand diameters show very clearly not only the clean-cut character of the individual muscle fibres but the cross-striation so characteristic of the vertebrates and in one or two places the delicate membranous sheath or sarcolemma by which the fibres were enclosed the replacing substances may be iron pyrites iron oxide sulphur malachite, magnesite, silica, or carbon. Woody tissue, the limey shells of mollusks, and the calcareous skeletons of corals and certain sponges are apt to be replaced by silica, giving in some instances a perfect replica of the original in form, though not in minute structure, in a totally different substance, thus forming what is technically called a pseudomorph there is evidence that certain hexactinellid sponges the original substance of which was silica have been replaced by lime. the reverse of what may happen in the calcareous types as time goes on the molecules of the mineralizing substance tend to rearrange themselves according to the laws of crystallography so that first the minute structure becomes impaired the external form modified and obscured and ultimately after an inconceivable lapse of time all trace of the organic archetype may be lost natural moulds another group of fossils are the natural moulds in which neither the material nor the minute structure is preserved these are formed by the hardening of the surrounding material in which the organism was buried followed by the decay and subsequent removal of the organic material by percolating waters thus leaving a cavity which retains the exact form of the original in pompeii which may be considered a fossil city some two thousand people perished in the eruption of vesuvius in seventy nine a d the city was covered to a depth of many feet by volcanic ash finely divided rock which drifted in through the various openings of the houses and buried man and beast as well as the result of man's handiwork at first when human remains were discovered the bones were merely dug out and thus preserved later it was found that if the cavity wherein they lay were filled with liquid plaster of paris the latter would when hardened give an admirable replica of the form and features of the victim the remains of several people men and women european and ethiopian have been thus reproduced together with a dog and the vanished doors and wooden portions of the household furniture some of the fossil vertebrates of the connecticut valley which antedate those of pompeii by millions of years have lost all trace of the original bone through the percolation of dissolving waters. The impression, however, still remains, by means of which a fairly perfect restoration of much of the skeleton may be made. Often these molds are filled in with other material, so that a natural cast of the object is formed, differing from the petrification in that it preserves the form of the organism but not its structure. By this means, such evanescent things as jellyfishes have been preserved. Again, interior cavities, as of shells or the brain chamber of a vertebrate skull, are filled with subsequently hardening sediment, so that a perfect cast of long-vanished soft parts is produced. This, in the case of shells, is often deceptive, and has led to some confusion and duplication of names, because of the striking dissimilarity of the outer and inner surfaces of the same shell in the vertebrates however the brain replica is of the utmost importance for form size and proportions of parts are all preserved with absolute fidelity it is however a cast of the dura mater or outer membrane of the brain and while blood-vessels and nerve roots are often clearly indicated the depth and complexity of the minor convolutions are not recorded footprints and trails a certain group of phenomena should be considered in this connection the footprints and trails of vertebrates and invertebrates with their attendant meteorological records of rain prints ripple marks and mud cracks caused by the drying of surface mud after showers the footprints are of double interest for not only are they oftentimes so well preserved as to enable the student to trace much of the structure but they sometimes give a clue to the proportions of the entire animal especially when to the impressions of the hind feet are added those of the hands and tail furthermore the footprints bring before the observer more clearly than any other records of the past the individuality of the creature, for they are fossils of living beings, while all of the other relics are those of the dead. A clue to feeding habits is generally gained from the study of the mouth armament in comparison to that of living allies, but conclusions are sometimes verified and supplemented by finding the fossil rejectamenta in association with bones or footprints. To such relics, the term coprolite is applied. Sometimes the unvoided intestinal content preserves the outline and extent of the alimentary canal. This is distinctly seen in several of the salamandrine forms preserved in carboniferous nodules from Mason Creek, Illinois. End of chapter 25, part a